This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, C-suite, and senior level executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Hi, Stacey. My name is Gary Sloper, and I've been in technology for 20 years. I worked in small startups to large global Fortune 100 companies. Today, I lead a global solution architecture and customer success team for a business unit within Oracle. Holy cats, 20 years in technology. You must have seen quite a few things over that tenure. Uh, yes, and sometimes I feel like it's Groundhog Day when you see the economy change and everything else. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the people. So it keep, keeps it interesting. It's true. It's definitely true. And I think most people forget as you look at technology that the iPhone even, it was just invented in like 2007, you know, and here we are already with, with advances in um, artificial intelligence and, um, you know, all these really cool things. So I'll be very interested to hear your thoughts about leadership through kind of the, the engineering and technology perspective. Absolutely. I'd love, I'd love to provide that. So question number two for you, what's the best thing about leading people from your perspective? Yeah, great. Great question. Um, I, I personally love building career paths, especially nurturing the next leaders um, as, as we continue to, to foster this within the ecosystem. So in, in the way I lead, I always believe and, and try to strive within my organization that anyone at some point should be able to take over my role. And I don't mean that just in the day to day. I mean the culture, the mission, the objectives, uh, because at the end of the day, it's about the organization. It's not about you know me as a singular person or entity. So to me, that's the best part. It can also be challenging because you have to push individuals to that role because they look at you as the leader and they don't always necessarily view themselves as maybe that next number two or third, third person that can, that can step in. Yeah, that's great. I love that kind of future visioning, you know, um, really, you know, being that steward for where we're headed and, and providing a path for everybody with which to follow and grow and develop in their own way. Um, that's beautiful. Thank you. I often hear from other leaders to kind of like flip our little people thing on, on its head a little bit. I often hear from other leaders that business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people part. I'm curious, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Especially being in the engineering space where, you know, isn't the computer our friend? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is definitely a tug of war. I hear this every day. Uh, I hear from you know, developers and, and, you know, uh, agile teams are saying, listen, we just want to make this self-service and not have people in interacting. And, and then people that, you know, like myself have been here for 20 years, say people still buy from people. So I think we'll, we'll continue to see the self-service approach in the gig economy, but I disagree. I, I still think that there has to be the human element and, and we're not at that point where AI completely takes over. There's still that relationship that has to foster. It may not be spending, you know, 20 trips a year to go see a client, but you still have to have that relationship because when something goes wrong in the service that you're providing, which ultimately does happen in technology, you have to have that relationship built. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, right? It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and when it does hit, it's the relationship that you'll be leveraging in order to, you know, smooth things over. Um, Absolutely. So it, it's, I, I like to say it's not an either, or it's not technology or people, it's an ant. Right, like let's <laughs> exactly put our hands together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> Question number four for you, Gary. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on my podcast? In other words, who else should we be listening to? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I think 
I think today, because we're in such a low unemployment, especially in the, the technology sector, I would love to hear from those leaders who have scaled or are scaling teams virtually from zero to triple digits, especially in a global capacity while maintaining their culture, which can be difficult to do. I always like to learn from those individuals, and I think many of my peers would as well. And then how do you recruit and obtain that talent while balancing a fast, decisive environment um, in this ever-changing ecosystem? So you're trying to bring on the right people and, and set the right mission, but how do you do that quickly but not too quickly where you don't want to make uh, the, wrong, the wrong hire at the same time? So I think that's, that's always something that I like to hear from, from others. Yeah. Is there anybody in particular that you've seen do that really well, um, either from, from prior um, businesses or kind of in the community that you're seeing now? Yeah. I mean, I, I've witnessed this at, at Oracle. We've, we've scaled quite a bit, just, you know, going from, you know, very minimal amount of individuals in our Seattle location uh, up to thousands. Uh, I've seen this uh, across uh, a local startup here in, in Boston called Drift. A lot of people know them. They're kind of an AI uh, chat engine that, that goes on a lot of uh, websites that are out there today. And so I, I look at those types of companies, you know, you have a big, you know, global 100 company like us, and then you have a small, edgy, scrappy startup that, that had to do that. So I, I like looking at both of those types of organizations. Well, and I like hearing from the big dog, right? The guy from Oracle talking about keeping an eye on, on the scrappy guys and, and learning from them. Um, again, it's just this whole idea that we can learn from anybody and everyone should we choose to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. You, that's, how you, that's how you grow as a leader, I think. You, you always have to continue learning from others. Absolutely. Love that. What piece of advice about communication would you give to other leaders? <laughs> um, I think for most leaders, I think you really have to have some self-awareness. I think too many leaders believe they are marching you know, their organization down the right path when in fact, nobody would go through a brick wall for them. Um, and so not everyone's going to agree with you as a leader. So I really feel you have to kind of check the ego at the door and don't be afraid to ask your team, not your direct reports, but the individual contributors in your organization, ask them how you're doing as a leader. And I think that's, that's difficult for us to do at times because we feel, well, we've made it to this level or we're at this point, we, you know, we're the, we're the constant, but there's still that human element. You were just asking me about it before. So I, I think your team appreciates the ability to give you some, you know, that feedback sometimes. Do you feel like sometimes you have to, um, help them to recognize that your intentions are good in soliciting that feedback? Yeah, I, I do. Cause not, it, I think sometimes it's still foreign for a lot of uh, folks in your organization having worked for others. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think you have to show, you know, your actions speak louder than words. So you have to kind of, you know, invoke that with your team and, and show that it's not just you're asking for the self-awareness you're actually looking for. You're, you're continuing to do that throughout your, your business. So I think if, if you do that, people, tend to open up a little bit more. Maybe not always, but at least if you can get a handful of folks, it, it, it helps with your self-awareness. I totally agree. And it, it, I think if you can make this, the space safe for them, they're a lot more willing to contribute a little bit more candor, right? Than, it, than they would otherwise, um, where they feel like maybe they need to be a little guarded um, Absolutely. and providing some of that feedback until you've demonstrated consistency that, no, no, genuinely, I'm looking for feedback. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think what you have to do is they've given you that feedback, like, Hey boss, you know, you're, you're doing something that I wouldn't do with the organization here. Take that to heart and give them the credit for it and, and build a program or an objective or a mission around that. And that's the best way to get people bought in. Because again, you're not always going to have the best ideas. You're not always going to be the smartest person in the room. Surround yourself with people that can help you build that in the organization. Love that. 
All right, magic question number six for you. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you? So I would say, I'd say my favorite, uh, my favorite teacher um, once told me that there are not failures, but setbacks. So the only failure I'd say that occurs in, in those situations are when you fail to learn from that setback. And that, that was my father. That was my first teacher and uh, somebody that uh, I just looked up to and, and it still resonates with me today. I love that. Hashtag dad. <laughs> Hashtag dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Gary. We really appreciate having you and, and your insights. Now I'm curious if somebody wants to reach out and, and get to know you a bit better or learn a little bit more, how might they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at G Sloper, but I, I think the easiest and fastest way is, is just on LinkedIn, just from a business and day-to-day -day standpoint. And that's at G Sloper as well. That's great. Well, definitely look forward to, he to, um, to hearing all the insights and things that people have to say after listening to you. And hopefully you'll come back on the show and, and regale us with more great insights. Um, but to, until then, this is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please go check us out at www.conciliateam.com. We'll see you again next time. Take care.